This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, a weekly podcast to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. Well, today is Pentecost Sunday, and it's the close of this 50-day observance of the season of Easter. We've been building up to this day, and this is going to be a very special podcast. It'll be a little bit different in its context in that on this day, and I, as I was looking Now, I've been a Catholic for 22 years. I came into the Catholic Church, I shouldn't tell you, but um, in 1999 at the age of 30. And so I didn't realize until this year, and maybe I heard it, but I didn't really hear it in the readings, that the Vigil Mass for Pentecost has some similarities to our Vigil Mass to Easter and that there are several readings and prayers following the readings in the Vigil Mass. It's absolutely beautiful. And so what I want to do today is to to proclaim the readings for the Vigil Mass. Now, if you're fortunate enough to go to the Vigil Mass and they have all of the readings Praise God. But I doubt that that's going to be the case. And so I would encourage you to get your lectionary and to look at these readings, but I don't want you to miss out because there's so much richness in particularly sharing about the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament that's revealed in the new that we'll miss if we don't listen to God's word. So as we begin, I I just want you to listen, and if you've got a lectionary, open it up to the vigil of Pentecost Sunday, and you can follow along, but let's begin by praying to the Holy Spirit. This particular prayer to the Holy Spirit is attributed to St. Augustine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may all be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Again, these are the readings for the Vigil Mass. And what happens for these readings And like I said, it's similar to what you would experience at our vigil mass for Easter. There's a reading, there's our psalm, and then there's a prayer. And then we'll go into the next reading, another psalm, 
and then another prayer and, and be listening to these prayers. You know, the church just doesn't put prayers in the lectionary and in our liturgy. There is very intentional and the wording and what it's reflecting upon in the readings in what's happening in the season. Now think this is the season of Easter closing and culminating at Pentecost. Pentecost, meaning 50th, the 50th day. And, and just some context, if you remember, Pentecost was celebrated by the Jews before Jesus came and walked the earth. There were three very important feasts that the Jews would observe every year. And if you lived within about a 20-mile radius of Jerusalem, you were expected to come and to join in on these feasts in Jerusalem. So we'd see a lot of traveling on these particular feasts. Well, one of them was the Feast of Pentecost. This would be the celebration of harvest, uh, uh, the bounty. But also Pentecost recalls the time of the giving of the law to Moses on Mount Sinai. So keep that in mind as we read and hear the word proclaimed as we see the word of God being revealed, particularly in his Holy Spirit from Old Testament to new, and we just get a rich history if we listen to these readings for Pentecost Sunday. Here's the opening prayer for the vigil mass of Pentecost. Dear brethren, we have now begun our Pentecost vigil. After the example of the apostles and disciples, who with Mary, the mother of Jesus, persevered in prayer, awaiting the spirit promised by the Lord, like them, let us too listen with quiet hearts to the word of God. Let us meditate on how many great deeds God in times past did for his people, and let us pray that the Holy Spirit, whom the Father sent as the first fruits for those who believe, may bring to perfection his work in the world. Our first reading comes from Genesis chapter 11. The whole world spoke the same language, using the same words. While the people were migrating in the east, they came upon a valley in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to one another, come, let us mold bricks and harden them with fire. They used bricks for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky, and so make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we shall be scattered all over the earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the people had built. Then the Lord said, if now, while they are one people, all speaking the same language, they have started to do this. Nothing will later stop them from doing whatever they presume to do. Let us then go down there and confuse their language so that one will not understand what another says. Thus, the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it is called Babel, because there the Lord confused the speech of all the world. It was from that place that he scattered them all over the earth. The responsorial psalm, blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. The Lord brings to naught the plans of nations. 
He foils the designs of peoples, but the plan of the Lord stands forever. The design of his heart through all generations. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Blessed the nation whose Lord, whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen for his own inheritance. From heaven, the Lord looks down. He sees all mankind. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. From his fixed throne, he beholds all who dwell on the earth. He who fashioned the heart of each, he who knows all their works. Blessed the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Grant, we pray, Almighty God, that your church may always remain that holy people, formed as one by the unity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which manifests to the world the sacrament of your holiness and unity and leads it to the perfection of your charity through Christ our Lord. Amen. The second reading comes from Exodus chapter 19. Moses went up to the mountain to God. Then the Lord called to him and said, Thus shall you say to the house of Jacob, Tell the Israelites, You have seen for yourselves how I treated the Egyptians and how I bore you up on eagles' wings and brought you here to myself. Therefore, if you hearken to my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my special possession, dearer to me than all other people, though all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests, a holy nation. That is what you must tell the Israelites. So Moses went and summoned the elders of the people. When he said before them all that the Lord had ordered him to tell them, the people all answered together, everything the Lord has said we will do. On the morning of the third day, there were peals of thunder and lightning and a heavy cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast so that all the people in the camp trembled. But Moses led the people out of the camp to meet God and they stationed themselves at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was all wrapped in smoke, for the Lord came down upon it in fire. The smoke rose from it as though from a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled violently. The trumpet blast grew louder and louder while Moses was speaking and God answering him with thunder. When the Lord came down to the top of Mount Sinai, he summoned Moses to the top of the mountain. The word of the Lord. Our responsorial psalm, glory and praise forever. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. And blessed is your holy and glorious name, praiseworthy and exalted above all for all ages. Glory and praise forever. Blessed are you in the temple of your holy glory, praiseworthy and glorious above all forever. Blessed are you on the throne of your kingdom, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. Glory and praise forever. Blessed are you who look into the depths from your throne upon the cherubim, praiseworthy and exalted above all forever. Glory and praise forever. 
blessed are you in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious forever. Glory and praise forever. O God, who in the fire and lightning gave the ancient law to Moses on Mount Sinai, and on this day manifested the new covenant in the fire of the Spirit, grant, we pray, that we may always be aflame with that same Spirit, whom you wondrously poured out upon your apostles, and that the new Israel, gathered from every people, may receive with rejoicing the eternal commandment of your love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our third reading comes from the prophet Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he led me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me in the center of the plain, which is now filled with bones. He made me walk among the bones in every direction so that I saw how many there were on the surface of the plain, how dry they were. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones come to life? I answered, Lord God, you alone know that. Then he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, see, I will bring spirit into you that you may come to life. I will put sinews upon you, make flesh grow over you cover you with skin and put spirit in you that you may come to life and know that I am the Lord. I, Ezekiel, prophesied as I had been told, and even as I was prophesying, I heard a noise. It was a rattling as the bones came together, bone joining bone. I saw the sinews and the flesh come upon them and the skin cover them, but there was no spirit in them. Then the Lord said to me, prophesy to the spirit, prophesy, son of man, and say to the spirit, thus says the Lord God, from the four winds come, O spirit, and breathe into these slain that they may come to life. I prophesied as he told me, and the spirit came into them. They came alive and stood upright, a vast army. Then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They have been saying, our bones are dried up. Our hope is lost and we are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and have you rise from them, O my people, I will put my spirit in you that you may live, and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised, and I will do it, says the Lord. The Word of the Lord. The Psalm, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love is everlasting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say, those who he has redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from the lands, from the east and the west, from the north and the south, give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. They went astray in the desert wilderness. They went to the inhabited city, but did not find. 
hungry and thirsty, their life was wasting away within them. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. They cried to the Lord in their distress. From their straits, he rescued them, and he led them by a direct way to reach an inhabited city. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and his wondrous deeds to the children of men. Because he satisfied the longing soul, he filled the hungry soul with good things. Give thanks to the Lord. His love is everlasting. Lord, God of power, who restore what is fallen and preserve what you have restored, increase, we pray, the peoples to be renewed by the sanctification of your name, that all who are washed clean by holy baptism may always be directed by your prompting through Christ our Lord. Amen. The fourth reading comes from Joel. Thus says the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Even upon the servants and the handmaids in those days, I will pour out my spirit. And I will work wonders in the heavens and on the earth. Blood, fire, and columns of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood. At the coming of the day of the Lord, the great and terrible day, then everyone shall be rescued who calls on the name of the Lord. For on Mount Zion, there shall be a remnant, as the Lord has said, and in Jerusalem survivors whom the Lord shall call. The word of the Lord. Our psalm, Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are great indeed. You are clothed with majesty and glory, robed in light as with a cloak. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. How manifold are your works, O Lord. In wisdom, you have wrought them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Alleluia. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Creatures all look to you to give them food in due time. When you give it to them, they gather it. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. If you take away their breath, they perish and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Fulfill for us your gracious promise, O Lord, we pray, so that by his coming, the Holy Spirit may make us witnesses before the world to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Collect for the Vigil of the Pentecost Feast. Almighty ever-living God, who willed the Paschal Mystery to be encompassed as a sign in 50 days, 
grant that from out of the scattered nations, the confusion of many tongues may be gathered by heavenly grace into one great confession of your name. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Our epistle is from the book of Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know that all creation is groaning in labor pains, even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we await for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hoped, now hope that sees is not hope. For who hopes for what one sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with endurance. In that same way, the Spirit too comes to the aid of our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with inexpressible groanings. And the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. The word of the Lord. Our gospel reading is from the gospel of John chapter 7. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. As scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within him who believes in me. He said this in reference to the spirit that those who came to believe in him were to receive. There was, of course, no spirit yet because Jesus had not yet been glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just listening to those readings, those are for the vigil of Pentecost. Now, there is the reading from Acts chapter 2, the first 11 verses, which gives you the account of Pentecost and the words, and suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a sound, a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house. And we hear of the apostles now encountering the Holy Spirit. And then it, it tells in the account of Acts that there were devout Jews from every nation, of course, staying in Jerusalem because this was one of the significant feasts of Pentecost. See, the Jews at this time, they are celebrating Pentecost as it has always been celebrated within the Jewish culture. But with Jesus, all things are new. And so now there is this recreation, so to speak, of, of this feast of Pentecost. Now he is sending his Holy Spirit. And so what happens is the disciples receive this Holy Spirit, we receive the same Holy Spirit at baptism, at confirmation, when we receive that absolution and confession in our, in our, in through God's grace, we receive the Holy Spirit. And then they are speaking and everybody from different nations with different languages is able to hear and understand what they say by the Holy Spirit. And so it's beautiful that what was done by the Tower of Babel 
and this confusion of the people in the Old Testament, which we heard, now there is a renewal. Now there is a a reversal of what has happened at the Tower of Babel to now the Holy Spirit comes to bring about unity, understanding, and this unity of people of all nations. It's absolutely beautiful. And we just hear that richness in the stories itself through sacred scripture. In the gospel reading that you'll probably hear for the Feast of Pentecost, it comes from John chapter 20. And this is Jesus coming to the disciples locked in fear, praying together. And Jesus says, peace be with you. And as he shows the disciples, his hands, his side, which which still show the wounds of the crucifixion, he says, peace be with you. He breathes on them, the Holy Spirit. And he says, receive the Holy Spirit. And this Holy Spirit, he's telling them exactly what one of the things the Holy Spirit is going to give them the power to do. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them and whose sins you retain are retained. That power of our priests, it's not through the priests, it's through Jesus in the hands of the priest by the power of the Holy Spirit gives us that absolution when we go to confession. We confess our sins. We recognize when we've done something wrong against the law of God. Somehow we've turned away from God in our thoughts and our words and our deeds. We recognize it. We have remorse for that. And and we, we know in our heart of hearts, I'm sorry for what I did. I realize what I did, what I said, what I didn't do even is something that offended God or offended my neighbor. And I go to confession and I share that with Jesus Christ in confession. And the Holy Spirit comes upon that priest It doesn't matter what language that priest speaks. It doesn't matter how long that priest has been a priest and ordained. It doesn't matter what his personality is, whether you like him or not. The power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus says it, is going to absolve you from your sins. It's in Jesus, that beautiful power. And so on this feast day, whether you're able to go to the vigil definitely go to the mass of the Feast of Pentecost and listen to the word of God, receive the word of God, and then every day be aware of the working of the Holy Spirit. It's not just on Pentecost. It's not just on confirmation or on your baptism that you receive the Holy Spirit. We can call out Come Holy Spirit every day of our lives. And we should, because Jesus left his, left us. He his body left us in that ascension, but he promised he would be with us forever. And one day when he comes back, our bodies and our spirits will come together. Once again, our souls will be renewed. Our bodies will be renewed. How? I don't know, but that body will be renewed with Christ in the second coming. But between now and then, we call out, come Holy Spirit, give me your gifts so that I may be part of the fruits in my family, in my home, in my parish, in my neighborhood, in my state, in my country. Down the street, I can be a sign of God's peace. We are so worried about the things that are going on in the world. 
and, and we should be concerned, but it should draw us into Christ's heart. It should draw us into our blessed mother and ask for her guidance, ask for her aid, ask for her intercession, but ask for the power of the Holy Spirit. Our lady was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within the blessed Virgin Mary and through the Holy Spirit, she conceived Jesus Christ, God himself, father, son, and Holy Spirit. Let's reach out to the Holy Spirit every day, particularly in times of distress or confusion, that we want unity, that we desire unity. We desire God's peace in all the world. And it begins with the peace of our hearts. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Have a blessed Pentecost. We'll talk to you next week. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.